It's Monday, November 7th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Elevated fuel prices and shortages remain a concern for U.S. consumers ahead of Tuesday's midterm elections, in which energy costs have become a crucial campaign issue. After a steady decline this fall, the average price of unleaded regular gasoline has been ticking up again, reaching $3.80 a gallon on Sunday, according to AAA, a far cry from the $5 gasoline that stung drivers in June, but still $0.38 higher compared with the same period last year. It is also $1.40 higher than when President Biden took office. The average price of diesel, meanwhile, has not slipped under $5 a gallon for close to a month, and stockpiles of the fuel counted weekly haven't been this low since 2005. Mr. Biden has made alleviating fuel pains a regular talking point, tweeting precise updates on declining gas prices and urging oil and gas companies to produce more fuel. On Friday, he said on Twitter that gas prices had declined by 24% over the past 20 weeks. The winter season should bring some relief, analysts said, because it traditionally generates lower demand for gas as fewer drivers get on the road, a development that is expected to keep prices relatively low. In other news, President Biden's top national security adviser has engaged in recent months in confidential conversations with top aides to Russian President Vladimir Putin in an effort to reduce the risk of a broader conflict over Ukraine and warn Moscow against using nuclear or other weapons of mass destruction. The official said that U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan has been in contact with Yuri Yushikov, a foreign policy advisor to Mr. Putin. Mr. Sullivan also has spoken with his direct counterpart in the Russian government, Nikolai Patrushev, the official said. The aim has been to guard against the risk of escalation and keep communication channels open and not to discuss a settlement of the war in Ukraine, the official said. The White House has not publicly acknowledged any calls between Mr. Sullivan and any senior Russian official since March when he spoke with Mr. Petrushev. Around the world, World leaders began to converge on Egypt on Monday at the outset of two weeks of climate talks overshadowed by the war in Ukraine and energy market turmoil. French President Emmanuel Macron and UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak will help kick off the proceedings while President Biden will join the talks later in the week. Absent from the summit are the leaders of China and Russia, countries that have a pivotal role in shaping the global energy map. The start of the summit known as COP27, is expected to focus on boosting funds from the industrialized countries to developing ones to help them adapt to the effects of climate change and shift to cleaner technologies. Industrialized nations have so far fallen short of their pledge to deliver $100 billion a year in funding. Leaders face the challenge of building consensus at a time of geopolitical tension and energy market turmoil. Russia's decision to invade Ukraine and cut the flow of natural gas to Europe has forced capitals across the globe to focus on the security of their energy supplies. Europe is burning more coal and sucking up supplies of liquefied natural gas from around the world. Back in the U.S., a weather system brewing in the Atlantic Ocean north of Puerto Rico may hit Florida's east coast as a tropical storm or hurricane later this week, a spokesman for the National Hurricane Center said Sunday. 
The system is forecast to approach parts of the Bahamas and coastal Florida at or near hurricane strength on Wednesday and Thursday, about six weeks after Hurricane Ian made landfall and devastated parts of southwest Florida. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Sunday encouraged Floridians to be prepared. And Kenyans Evans Chebet and Sharon Lochetti made huge splashes in their New York City Marathon's debut on Sunday. Chebet won the men's race and Lochetti the women's race in her first ever marathon on an unseasonably warm day with temperatures in the 70s making it one of the hottest in race history since the marathon was moved to November in 1986. Mr. Chebet won the Boston Marathon earlier this year. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.